stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom, your real ass mom, taking care of business. Ooh, girl, you're resilient. Cause you're a real ass mom, a real ass mom. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Real ass mom sharing real ass experiences. The things people don't tell you. Hey mama, hey. Hey mama, how you doing today? I'm well. We're in the new year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot of important things to talk about at the start of this year. So Absolutely. I'm excited about that. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, new year, new me. That's what they oh, say. Oh. <laughs> are we going to use that tag no, every that's year? Retired. Okay. Because I, sure. you know. New Year, New Me is so um, mid, I'd say 2010-ish. Okay. We're in the 20s. I can't bring it back. Okay, no. No. Now I'm no, We're going to leave that where it is. <laughs> we're going to leave it where it is. So we have a very special guest today. An awesome guest. Devin, give a little background about who our guest is, and then I'll read through her, her bio. Yo, this mama is killing it. You hear me? <laughs> I mean, getting mamas in order. As far organized. as like organized, accomplishing goals, getting your life together, your household together, getting these kids together to help you get your household together. I Listen, I'm always here Look. for those kinds of conversations because I always need somebody to get me in check. Yes, It's absolutely. easy to veer off, especially when you have a lot of life happenings going on. Especially so, the little ones. And her story is just so phenomenal, all the things she's been through mm-hmm. and how she is still able to like... Make sure she's top tier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top tier. Top tier. So we have a special guest. Her name is Retha. Mm-hmm. And I was reading through Retha's bio. And some of the cue or key points that I want to uh, to mention about Retha is that she is known for motivating people. Mm-hmm. She's mo- known for getting their lives together, like Devin just mentioned, Retha is also in real estate. She does business operations. She is a a Jill of all trades. Jill. Yes, Jill. Yes, she's a Jill. We're not going Jack. We're going Jill. (laughs) She is a Jill of all trades, and I personally am excited to have her. Retha is also a boy mama of three. My gosh. Bless your heart. I'm trying to manage the one I have. (laughs) But I also see that, Retha, you're a college football fan. Oh, my gosh. Eat, sleep, and breathe it. I love it. Okay, so I got to ask you, because I'm, I'm a college football fan, too. Who's your team? Oh. So, my team is, this year, my team is Alabama. Oh, really? So, we have a whole thing that we do in our house where we draft our teams. We have to pick them. Ooh. We have to stay with them all year and who wins. That's cool. So, do you have, like, yeah. a team that you've been following and you're a fan of, and you still practice this activity with your family, but do you have a core team that you stick with outside of this? Oh, well, my core team is University of Texas, because that's where I went. So okay. that's my core team. I believe in them. Listen, they have had some rough times, okay? So, <laughs> so keep believing in them. But, yeah. I got you. I'm a, I'm a war eagle, so I cannot root for um for Alabama. 
Oh, like that's why you played it a little when exactly. I said Alabama. Exactly. That's exactly why. <laughs> well, that I love fun facts. So uh, thanks for sharing that, Retha. So can you briefly tell us about your, your journey to mamahood? Yes. So I, um, like you said, have three boys. Uh, they are 18, 16, and now I can say 10. He turned 10 this week. Oh, happy um, belated. 10. I know, he's so excited to be double digits. <laughs> um, so they are 18, 16, and 10. And um, I got married uh, pretty early in, uh, to the what we call the bigs. So we called the 18 and 16 year old the bigs, and then the not the 10 year old the little. So the bigs, dad and I got married early, and we didn't we knew nothing, nothing. Just young babes doing <laughs> stupid things. We knew nothing. And so. Um, therefore, that did not work. And um, we then divorced when they were three. And that was my entry into motherhood. Um, it started out beautiful and, and, and it, it's still beautiful now, but I was a single mother for a stint. And so now I have a heart for single moms. Like it, it's, that's a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been a single mom twice because the 10 year old, um, his dad and I got married and um, if anyone knows my story, then you know that he uh, passed. And so then I was a single mother again and a widow. So um, my journey in motherhood has had a little piece of what what kind of mama can you be? Because I have been that mama. Um, but I love it. I wouldn't trade it. I've learned so much about myself, about kids, about the world and how they view people. So I wouldn't trade it at all. Thank you so much for sharing. It is. Okay, so you you briefly shared that you experienced some unexpected life events. Like, what kept you going, um, especially as a single mom and being a win- widow? Like, what just kept you grounded and going? I think what always keeps me going is God, and that seems like a cliche answer. The, uh, the you know, that's like, oh, She's such a Christian. That's so cute. But the reality is that that is truly what kept me going because I was um, five months pregnant when uh, my then husband went into a coma. And so I was five and a half months pregnant in a room. He's in a coma. They're saying all this horrible stuff. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And so I wasn't practicing Christianity, if you say. I did not have a full-fledged relationship with Christ, but I had a good foundation. Uh, You know, my grandmother prayed for me. My mother prayed for me. Uh, My mother called me every Sunday in college. It was like, you need to go to church. So (laughs) I had a good enough foundation to know that when that happened, I just fell to my knees in the hospital ICU and was like, God, what are you doing? What 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 is happening? How can I come out of this? What are you saying? And I knew enough um, to go, he's doing something, so I better pay attention. And I spent all my 20s doing whatever the heck I wanted to do. And most of you know, I'm halfway through my 30s. Oh, I got to look up. What, what is he doing? And so I really began to change my relationship with him before I changed anything else. Talking to God every day and saying, how do I get through this? Because um, some days were really hard. And so one of the things I say to clients and women 
um, that are in my community or that I coach is that your kids can't be your why. And people are always like, my kids are my why and they are the reason for life. And I'm like, well, that's cute. Because when life really hits you and knock you down, they can't be it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I'm in ICU on the floor crying, I can think about them, but I'm also thinking, if I'm being real, I'm also thinking like they would, my mother don't have to help them because I'm out. Like, so I really mean that when I say I had to lean into God helping me to, to figure all of it out. Yes. We praise him over here. So we understand. Um, So Devin mentioned that, you know, you are known for getting people together, helping them get their lives organized, and you've had so many things happen in life, unexpected things, right? Um, When did you realize that, you know, I need to to change how I do things, like my routines and um, how, you know, how how did that work out for you? So I, um, when the big father and I decided to get divorced, I was very devastated because I was, I did say I was young, but I also like marriage was zing. Like Mm -hmm. it was what you did and you had kids and that's what you did. And so for that to be over was devastating to me. And I thought, what do I do or how can I get my whole life? Like, how can I help myself before I help anybody else? And so I started doing a thing that's now a trademark licensed product, but I started doing a thing called Sunday planning. Um, I'm a planner by nature. I love pretty paper and pens and a calendar and all of that. But then um, I just started writing down five things that I could do on Sunday that would help me throughout the week. Because now remember, I'm now a newly single mom with a piece of a career and uh and no no man and so what can i do with these two littles because the other side of that too is that we are a reflection to them they they will see our themselves in us whether we are mothering girls or boys mm-hmm. and so i didn't want them to see me broken i mean you can see me broken for a minute but i gotta get up right yeah. so i didn't want them to see that forever so I thought I got to I got to get myself together. And so I started doing that called Sunday planning. Fast forward to 2019 and I had been telling women about it and teaching women how to do it and then we finally uh, made it into a real thing. So it's where you decide what five things will help me be better for the week. So a couple of things for me have not changed. Um I do my outfits um, and I used to do theirs. Now they do their own, but there's two reasons why that's important for moms. One, for you, it's important because that's a time waster when you're looking for margin, figuring out what you're going to wear, standing in your closet, having first world problems about your own clothes or eating <laughs> gang pandemic weight, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Calling your girlfriend saying, listen to this. Now you've had a 20-minute conversation and you're still not dressed. All of that is where the margin goes away. And so that's a waste of time. So I figure out what I'm going to wear um, for the week. Now, I, I was recording with you, so I knew on Sunday I was going to wear this. Um, but <laughs> and you look cute. real cute, mama. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so I um, 
So I figure out my outfits. That's always been a thing. For the children, once they get to a certain age, um, I also uh, have always taught them, you need to figure out what you're going to wear. Why? Because we have those things that us mothers really love. Red Ribbon Week and, mm. you know, Hawaiian Week and all that foolishness <laughs> that the schools do. And so if on Sunday he has found his purple shirt or she has found her cowboy boots, you're golden for that when it comes on Thursday. So outfits have always been a thing. Um, meals were a thing. Then they're slightly a thing now. Um, but back then, as a single mom, planning what you're going to eat is key for two reasons. Again, mm-hmm. one, so that you're not last minute eating out because you didn't take the pork chops out because the chicken wasn't thawed. Um, and two, because you can then grocery shop from that list and specific grocery shopping nets you less money than just going in the store saying, well, we got to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always done that. Uh, the third thing is I look at my schedule. Looking at your schedule is key because you as a single mom or really as a mom who has helped partners or family, it's good to know where everybody is going to be. When they are little, you may need help with pick up and drop off and take to a sporting event. When they are my kids age now, we need to know that y'all aren't going to be home for dinner. Ain't no point in cooking all this if y'all not home. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's also letting us know where everybody is. And so schedule is key for that reason too. For kids, once they get to a certain age, my kids now, it's important for them to do that part of their Sunday planning because you need to know that you have a test. Like you need to know that you, when you need to start studying. And so you should plan that out. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth thing that I do today that I didn't do then is um, social media. I am on social media for business, mm-hmm. not pleasure. And so I plan out all my content just for the week. I don't go too much further than that because planning content, valuable content, is a lot of brain space. It's a lot of work. Girl, you are preaching preaching to the choir (laughs) and the the, uh, congregation. (laughs) (laughs) We're at church now. Yes. So if you don't plan it out, you know, if you are listening to this and you are a business mama, then you should plan your content out and just do a week. Don't try to overachieve and just two or three weeks to take too much brain space, but to give valuable content to the people you want to follow you, believe in you, listen to you a week in advance is great. And so I do that. And then the fifth always varies. It's like, um, do I have any appointments? I miss my girlfriend. Plus I'm going to go to dinner, lunch, things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it. And so now fast forward, we have a product line with planners, journals, all of the things, but if you're just getting started, just write it on a piece of paper. Like that's what I used to do. I just wrote it on a piece of paper. Here are my five things. I'm going to plan them and you'll see how much margin that adds to your life. You planning ahead in that way. I'm definitely a sticky notes girl. Mm -hmm. If it's Mm -hmm. on my brain, I got to write it down. (laughs) Stick it up somewhere. Get it out of your head. Accountable with this. I'm a note girl and I'll send it to you. I'll send it to my husband. Yes. Devin will text you. Hey, it's just on my mind right now. I'm just going to let you know because I'll forget. I will. (laughs) If it's not written down, it's not happening. So, okay. You talked about um, instilling your boys, like helping out, picking out their clothes and those type of things. At what age did you start this? Like, can we start this now with our two and three and four year olds or is it too early? Like when, when do we start this process? 
Yeah. So I love this question because I do a thing called I give you responsibility for your birthday. So at every birthday, I look at my plate and I go, what can I take off? Because you older now. What, what can <laughs> I, I love you? it. <laughs> it seems like you need a little bit something, something that I can give you. So I started about five or six and I gift them different responsibilities, things that are age appropriate for them that they can begin to do. And all the way up to my son is a senior. He just turned 18. And so he uh, got gifted even more responsibility um, this year. <laughs> <In adult car>. <laughs> <laughs> so when they are five or six, um, we start with uh, simply the trash. So we have trash cans all around our house. Um, I have one here in my office. My office bathroom has one. Um, we have little trash cans everywhere. And so five or six, pick up the trash on Saturday because, and, and pick up everything on the floor in your room. Like nothing should be on the floor in your room. And just in case you didn't know, under your bed, there's a floor there. So nothing should be there. Either, <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's a good word. You know, yes, just in case you didn't Hiding know. everything under the bed. Do you know I have boys? Can you tell I have boys? <laughs> so nothing to be on the floor. So five or six, they do that. Um, seven, I give them their um, laundry. Now, that's just personal to me. I don't like laundry. I never have. Um, and so as soon as they are seven, um, they get um, their laundry. Because in the laundry room is a, now this is where I wasted time. And, and it's not waste because it brought back fruit. I wrote down every single thing I did. Like I did laundry one day and wrote down every time my hand moved so that it would be pretty concise and clear and laminated it um, to get the kinkos and laminated it. It's been there for years. Um, so they get their laundry at seven. You have to do your own. I, I mean, I'm out of it. I, I have no interest. So there's a step stool in there um, and they do their laundry at seven. Um, at eight, uh, they have one night where... Um, no, nine. At nine, they have a night for dishes. I'm, I haven't cleaned the kitchen in, what, 12 years, 11 years? I'm cleaning the kitchen. Um, so they clean the kitchen um, starting at nine. Um, they have a night. So right now, the bigs are very gracious to their little brother. Uh, the oldest does it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The little does it Thursday. And then the middle does it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they clean the kitchen. Um they clean their bathrooms. They clean everything at nine. Nine is the year of cleaning. They clean their bathrooms. Um, I don't use the bathroom anyway in, in there anyway, so have at it. But it's, you know, <laughs> I want to walk in. <laughs> I do want to walk in there and know that it is clean. Um, yeah. But they clean their bathrooms. They do everything. When they turn sixteen, though, that's a really big one because I no longer put gas in my car. They take my car every Sunday and put gas in it. Wow, you can't put, remember to put you. gas in my. My car on Sunday, I can't remember to give you gas money for your car on Tuesday. Like, it's just it's good. I know. <laughs> they sure are. Wait, wait listen, listen, because that's the goal. The goal is nothing for me. The goal is nothing for them. The goal is for them to be good husbands. The goal is for them to be good in college. We all went to college with that boy who we were like, this is My husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're looking at him like he's fine, but I don't know. Right, you gotta he, see how he's living. How is he Ooh, living? Your and boys so, are gonna be good and ready. Well, the jury's still out on the middle. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's, 
He has the tools. He's doing it. Definitely he has, has the yeah, tools. He has tools. And you know what? Whoever they marry are going to be grateful for you. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And listen, and he can cook now. He can cook. Okay. The oldest, he can't cook. I mean, <laughs> we, he can read the directions, though. He can do that. Man, I so, love it. Yeah. So get the responsibility. I we we look up and wonder when will they learn this? You know, they see us doing it, they hear us talking about it, when will they learn it? And so my theory is just make them responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Uh we have Instacart and ship now. When they turn sixteen, I have an oldest and a middle. No, nope, I no longer have ship. You go run to the store. And I do want you to be like shit, though. Don't come back here with no substitutions. I got to approve them first. (laughs) I need to approve that. Don't come back and say they didn't have no eggs. Don't play with me. (laughs) While you're at the store. But that's how they, I I just believe that that's how they learn. Um, I have in, um, in the notes app on my phone, I have a list of, things that I think that they should know, right? Because mine are getting close to leaving here. And so our world is changing. Um, In one of my bakeries years ago, the girl, I said, hey, we're going to, the banks are going to be closed. They're going to have this parade, run to the ATM. PNC's ATMs let you decide how you want your money out by bills. And so get it. And she was like, I've never used an ATM. Oh, wow. And so I was like, what? Well, if you think about it, why would they now, yeah. right? Why would they? I why really would they? I use the ATM now. Yeah, I can't tell you Me the last too. time yeah. I've been to the ATM. Yeah. Yeah. Is we don't use it anymore bag? because, yeah. Or cash app, you know, Zelle. Yeah. 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 yeah so we think about I, it. Yeah. Or talk about it. From that interaction, I just started creating a list of like things that could be important. I mean, they may never have to use an ATM, but you don't want them to be like dumb to it. Right. Um, and tell an employer, like she told me, I've never used an ATM. Now I got to run through that with her. Right. Um, but so I just have a list. Fill out a job application. I mean, they may never have to do it, but a job application mirrors the doctor's application when you go to the doctor or the dentist that's all kind of the same um change a tire pump gas know where your oil is um there's so many things on there like um i'd have to pull it up but there's so many on there that i just was like what and then i asked other moms on social like what are some things that you looked at your kid and went now you don't know how to do that (laughs) what is that you know (laughs) Man, I'm I'm definitely taking um, mental notes because my son is only three now, but he's growing so fast, and I want to make sure he has everything he needs to feel like he's equipped to deal with the world, and, and I want to start that as early as I can. So this schedule or uh, or birthday responsibilities yeah. that you've given your your sons, I'm taking mental note of that for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. It, and here's the reason that it helps. The main reason why you should do it. If you're on the fence or you're thinking, I don't know, they're too old. They're, first of all, if they're in your house, they're not too old. Um, so those moms who are like, well, he's 20. He in your house, he's not too old. <laughs> <laughs> if something happened, he's still there. Um, but the reason that it's important is because they will leave and you want them to know, right? 
And then the other reason is important is because your mental calendar for it is their birthday, which means that you won't be frustrated at a certain time in your life trying to teach them something and you feel like it's too late. And, and then they're not learning it because they're learning through your frustration. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just put it naturally in your habits, which, you know, on their birthday, then it feels more clear and concise to you and to them. And nobody's offended. Nobody feels like, you know, it's a rush thing or you're mad at me. That's why you're doing this. This is punishment. No. So just on your birthday. Ooh, so it, why is all of this important to you? It, it sounds like you said you need this mental space. Like I'm taking something off my mental load and passing it on to you on your birthday. <laughs> but, but aside from that, why are, are these schedules and routines important to you? So I say this everywhere I go, and I usually say it at the end. I'll say it now because it feels appropriate here. Um, it's important because this is it. This is the only life you get. You don't get another one. This isn't a dress rehearsal for something else. And so it's important because of that. It's important because before you were a mother, you were a human. Before you were a wife, you were a human. And so just you being a human means that you deserve more. You deserve what you love, not what they love and not what somebody else loves for you. What do you love? And there's something about motherhood that has us to lose that over time. And so it is my mission for us not to lose it. And if you lost it, I'm going to take you back and help you find it. Why? Because you're human. You deserve it. You you deserve to kiki with your girls. You know, you deserve to put your feet up and not have to do dishes. Hey man, I'm not doing them. Like I, I just what? Preach no. because, <laughs> because why? Because preach kids, we had to. And when we were children, our mamas made us clean the kitchen. Uh, and yes. so these children, uh, listen. I, this is a visual podcast, so people can see that setup. See, that setup says that y'all live a good life. So then <laughs> that means <laughs> that these children live a good life. They don't want for anything. So that's the part that makes it more important is because there's something that I'm doing that is giving you a life that you deserve. Yeah. So then I should too, right? Why yes, should I not? I, yes, ma'am. That's why it's important. Yes, it's important ma'am. for you. Yes, indeed, because you said something when when you mentioned that we could get lost in motherhood. We certainly can. And I'm I'm actually working towards getting um, getting to Ken or the new Ken. (laughs) She's coming. Yeah. So you got to So you have to stay in a certain mental. You have to stay somewhere mentally to be ready for that, to be open to that, to see that. Because you'll miss it. If you are so focused on the babies, whether they are, you know, my kids' age or truly babies, you'll miss it. Well, we don't want to miss them. We don't want them to have to make a U-turn. Let me just get it the first time. No U-turns over here. Right. Right. Oh, girl. Girl, I'm going to have to switch your mama's corner a little bit. Okay. (laughs) But, um, okay, so what would you say to that mama who wants to pursue entrepreneurship, right? But she's struggling to, like, meet her goal like she's stuck almost 
in a sense? Like how, what words of encouragement or what tools or strategies you can give her? So the first thing I'll say is take money out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not going to like that, but you know, if, if anybody knows me, they know the first thing, couple of things I'm going to say, you're not going to like, but it's real. Mm-hmm. So take money out of it. Money does rule the world and money is how we live and all of that. But in order to really, really find your passion and pursue your dreams, you got to take money out of it because you'll, it'll find you. It's going to catch you. God didn't, he didn't design it so it wouldn't find you. But if you don't take money out of it, you'll end up doing something for the money Mm. and not for what you should be doing. Right. So that's number one, take money out of it. Then the second thing is, be consistent and be disciplined. The reason that people, entrepreneurs, that's what we're talking about, new ones, old ones, ones that are in the mucky middle, the reason that it's hard is because if I ask you as your coach, what are you consistently doing? The only thing you can tell me that you consistently do is brush your teeth. So you're not going to make it. You, you, you're not going to make it. You got to do some other stuff. So consistency is key to every single thing that you really want, everything. You're not going to find hours of margin your first Sunday doing Sunday planning. Oh, but if you stay consistent, what could you find, right? So consistency is the thing. And if you are struggling finding time, tell me what you're doing. And I'm going to tell you how you're being fake busy, how you're wasting time. So that's really right. (laughs) Might need a consultation (laughs) (laughs) because it's not true. See, God made 24 hours in a day. Now you got to remember his resume. He's perfect. Right. So he knew that that was the right amount of hours, the right amount of hours for you to work, the right amount of hours for you to sleep, the right amount of hours for you to dream, all of that. So you are wasting your hours in some sort of way. I'll show you. I'll show y'all mine because you're wasting it. So that when there is time, you just have to not waste it and be consistent in the things that matter. Wow. Well, um, fake time. I feel called out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fake busy is what fake, she said. Fake busy. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there we have another question, but I'm actually going to skip this one because I I feel like the next question relates to a lot of what you said. So you obviously have a background in coaching women, coaching mamas. What are three tips that key tips that you could give to the mama who is struggling with a lot of what you just mentioned and, and struggling to find herself again, struggling to make time for herself, her businesses, her family, anything. Key three tips. Three tips. Three key tips. So one, get some rest. Go to bed. Stop playing. Just stop. Just Because really, that's where the fake busy comes in. When you are up at 10 o'clock, picking up toys in your living room that's going to arrive there tomorrow. Why? That's not important. you calling me out. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we doing that? Because you want your house to be clean. Rita, this is so important to me that I wake up and it's clean. Stop playing. Stop lying. That's not important to you. It's something else that's important, but you make it that seem important. So go to bed. Get some rest. Rest breeds clarity. Rest breeds lack of frustration. 
rest breathe motivation. See, you don't even know or can't even see the motivation because you're tired all the time. So get some rest. When we, we, depending on what age you are, you know, or how involved your grandmother was in your life, your grandmother used to say, you need to sleep when the baby sleeps. You didn't follow that advice. You up doing stuff when the baby sleeps. I can't sleep when the baby is asleep because I'm too wound up. Just sit there, close your eyes and lay in the bed. Remember your childhood when they would say, go to bed, it's dark. It's not dark yet. It's dark when you close your eyes. I'm not the only, I, I'm not the only black person. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, we heard all that. Right. Trust. <laughs> when the time, changed, the time changed, it was still light outside, but they still made you go to bed at 7, 8 o'clock. <laughs> exactly. Yes. exactly. You had to go to bed. When you close your eyes, it's dark. You heard that. <laughs> you sure so, so number one is get some rest. Really, really get some rest. Number two will help you with number one, be consistent. In what? First of all, let's be consistent in rest. Go to bed at the same time. It's amazing how we as moms have bedtime for children, but then we stay up all night. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason we have bedtime for those children is what? So they won't be cranky. Ooh, you don't want to buy you cranky. So they will get the ample amount of rest that their little body needs. You still have a body. Yeah. Just because it's not little don't mean that it's not functioning. Mm-hmm. Get some rest. So be consistent. And then the other thing is be consistent in whatever your job is. If you are a stay-at-home mom, if you are a single mom, if you are a working mom, what moves the ball in your job? Be consistent in that. Most of the time, we aren't consistent in the thing that moves the ball, partially because sometimes we don't know. That's where I come in. But then also sometimes it's hard and you don't want to do it. Do it first. Well, you don't want to do it first because you didn't get rest, but it's okay. I'm going to keep talking about that because y'all not sleeping. But <laughs> So get some rest, be consistent. And the third thing to help you live an easier life is to love your life. Truly love it. Remember what I said. This is it. This isn't a dress rehearsal for something else. So if you're looking for tips and tricks, trick yourself into loving that life that you live. Because some of us right now are sitting in a season that we prayed for. And now, but, but see, we're praying for the next season, so we're not enjoying this season. Well, he's not going to give you the next one because you got to love this one. Man. So oh, the third tip laid out the at life. the altar. Where is the white cloth? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Because all of that, like, you really are preaching to me. Me too. Us. And I'm sure many other mamas out there because this is a true sermon mm-hmm. that is, is sitting in my spirit. Yes. And I'm trying not to shout. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I have to have those conversations with myself, too. And as my son gets older and as I start to accept things for where they are and where I'm growing, I'm starting to feel more like myself or better version of myself yeah so wow that was good it really was and I, I'm so thankful for the word that you you really you gave us because 
Who knew I was going to church today? Look, today? y'all better save this podcast. If y'all don't save, yeah, this is save this one. This is a good, sure. yeah, this is a good really reminder, a good gut check. And when you say cranky, I have a funny story about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay was like young, like maybe two weeks old, and I wasn't getting sleep. And Jared's like, you're just fussy. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, why are you calling me fussy? Because you were. And I was fussy. So I felt called out when she said cranky because I was. I was. But I was just irritated that he used the word fussy to describe yes, me. Yes. Yes. So. And that's true. I had a situation last week where it cost me to be up until 4 o'clock in the morning. And I had mm. to go to work the next day. I had to be to work. Um, remotely, but I had to be clocked in uh, mm-hmm. by eight o'clock, and that means I only had maybe three to four hours of sleep, and I was so cranky that day. I was not the nicest person to my husband, to my son, to my mom, to everybody that was around me. I was not nice, and I had to say, "Ken, go on in there and take your little nap. <laughs> okay, get yourself together." And after I did that, I. I was nicer, and I had to apologize to those around me because I was not a nice person. So getting that rest is important because you do not show up as your best self when you are tired. Yes. Well, with all that preaching, we need a drink. What are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do that, Rita, can you share your um, your Instagram, your business? Where can we find you? Where can people – hell, if they need your services, where do they go? Because – you have something to offer the world for sure. <laughs> so Instagram is my favorite. Um, I am at Risa Nicole and Nicole has an H in it. N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Um, at Risa Nicole on all socials, but Instagram is my favorite. Um, that's where I am mostly. I'm in my own DM, so you can DM me and you'll get me. Um, my company is Hill Ridge Consulting. So that's also the link in my bio. Okay. Um, on Instagram, you can set up a consultation there. If you DM and say you'd like a consultation, um, I'll send you the link because um, there's a link to schedule it. But yeah, it's, you can get me on Instagram. And I do talk a lot about things like this daily on Instagram. Like uh, I talked the other day about forgiving yourself and things like that. And well, how your past does not define you. So mm. you can get past that. So on Instagram, it's my favorite. Awesome. We'll make sure all the links to your website, your Instagram are in our description box. And we can find your planners and all that on your website, right? Yeah, it's all in my um, website bio. It's all there. Perfect. Awesome. We'll make sure it's it's listed on our pages in our uh, description box as well. Um, Great. Okay. Mama Juice. Mama Juice. What we drinking? So... Before we started the conversation, I asked Rita because I was curious. I wanted to know, like, what was her favorite type of drink and what 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 is she like? And she mentioned that she likes lemon drop martinis. Right. Is that correct? Rita? So I did not have this conversation with Rita before we curated this drink. Mm -hmm. But I think the drink that we have will actually speak to you and, and your business and what you do for people. So okay. we we titled this drink Neat Me Please. Mm-hmm. And it's called Neat Me Please because you, we're cleaning up the way we're living our lives. We're cleaning up our schedules, we're we're cleaning up our routines, we're cleaning up our responsibilities, we're cleaning up this vision that we see of ourselves, right? Especially those who are mamas. 
Um, and we've talked about how you get lost in, in who you are um, as a person because you, you feel like you're so connected to everything else but yourself. So neat me, right. please. Clean me up, right? So what do, what fruit do you think of when you think about cleaning meat? Lemon. Yes. And read the likes. Yeah. Lemons, right? <laughs> so what, what this drink has is one and a half ounces of fresh lemon juice. And there's another fruit, oranges. It's also one of those, those clean, smelling, feeling clean. fruits. It has one and a half ounces of fresh orange juice. So get you a fresh orange and squeeze that juice out of there. It has a half an ounce of ginger simple syrup, which is also another cleanser, Mm -hmm. ginger. And then you top all that with sparkling wine and you garnish it with mint, which is also another clean smelling feeling herb. Mm -hmm. And we call that neat me please. Okay. It's really good. It's really good, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and for our mamas who are mamas to be, or your mamas who don't drink alcohol, which is totally fine, we do have a mocktail version of Meet Me Please. And it has all of those same ingredients the fresh lemon juice, the fresh orange juice, the ginger simple syrup. We're just going to top it with soda water instead and use that mint garnish. Wonderful. Or garnish, that garnish. Garnish. (laughs) It's really good, y'all. Thank you. That's Mama Juice. Mm What's going on in your corner? Yeah, so Mama's <laughs> Corner. As you all know, this is my favorite part of the episode, and this is our uh, opportunity to connect with our guests, our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an opportunity where our listeners can kind of write into us. And if you want to vent, have a mama hack, uh, need advice, we're no experts, but we can offer based off our experiences. Mm-hmm. This is the place for you. Um, so for Mama's Corner today, we're going to be a little reflective because read the girl. Child, <laughs> I got some questions. <laughs> so I did. you did say something about loving yourself and loving where you are, loving your life, right? What does that look like? Because sometimes mamas may have difficulties doing that, whether it's our bodies, whether how we feel our life, where we are in life. Like, mm-hmm. how do you love yourself? Where do you start? Where do you begin? So I think you start, I, I'd like to, take the stairs on everything, right? So start small. Um, and for moms, I think it's key that we do start small. One thing, just one thing. What's one thing you can do to begin to love yourself? So for me, uh, a while back, the one thing for me was my nails. So I wear press-ons because I feel like it is, a waste of time to be in the nail shop and I talk to people all day and they want to do that small talk talk to me about like I don't want to I don't I don't want to but I also want my nails to be pretty because I'm so used to that and so that was my one thing I was just like I'm gonna find me some press on nails and feel good about my hands when I look at my hands um and it's just something I could do. So for me, it was that. It was just, just that one thing. Now it's grown into a lot of different things. So it was press-ons for me. So find that one thing. The other thing I'll say as just a bonus is we hear a lot in this day and age about being intentional and saying affirmations and things like that. What you do say to yourself works. So it's always amazing to me how women will say, I don't know, saying affirmations, that seems crazy. That doesn't really work. Well, you look at yourself and say, you're not cute. Mm. Is that working? You look at yourself and say, I've gained weight. How about that? Like, 
we say so much negative stuff, stuff to ourselves. Why not pick three things to say to myself every day? I am beautiful. I will have a great career. I do love my family. Like you should say that. I mean, you know, you, you can love them today, but say it every day. Cause you may not like them. <laughs> so I, I think the, that's the bonus, right? Is that find one thing you can do and do that thing. Uh, I have a bunch of little things that I've done over the years. Press on is one. I'm going to always have a cute lipstick on. I love a cute lip. Um, so lipstick is another one. This is nothing but lipstick. It's nothing but lipstick. Wow. In That's it. <laughs> I love lipstick so much. Um, but I didn't love it in the beginning, right? But that became my one thing because um, I don't wear a ton of makeup. So maybe your one thing is coffee. Buy you a coffee maker and start with the syrups and the creamers. I, it, it, it can be as simple, but it brings you some joy because it's about you. Yeah. And then the bonus, pick some things to say to yourself. Love it. Oh, this is <sighs> well, I'm definitely one of those coffee people. <laughs> be a coffee. I, won't, I don't consider myself a snob. Just yeah. yet, but. Well, make sure y'all follow and connect with Rita. I mean, she dropped all the gems today. She did. So reach Thank out you so much, and Rita. do all that. And then, friend, how can they find us on the socials? <laughs> <laughs> so we are also Instagrammers for sure. Um, we are at the Real Mama Pod. We're also on Facebook. Um, we're getting more active on TikTok. I feel like we said this every episode, but we really are. Um, <laughs> we're also on Pinterest, um, which is also an area that we're getting more active on. So you can reach us at the Real Mama Pod. On all of those platforms, we're also on YouTube. So check out our videos. We're becoming more visual. Yeah. Um, Getting so, better with time. <laughs> I told y'all we're a growing <laughs> podcast. So uh, we appreciate those who have subscribed to our channel and are viewing our, our videos. Uh, very appreciative of you. Uh, but definitely link with us on all of those platforms at The Real Mama Pod. If you're curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram. And I'm at Dev Grace underscore on Instagram. And if you want to write us in Mama's Corner, feel free to email us at mama at the real mama pod .com. Mm -hmm. We have mama merch, as you can see. We're rocking that sweatshirt yes. today. Super cute. <laughs> and then um, don't forget to rate, like us, uh, write us reviews on wherever you stream our podcast. We really yep. appreciate that. Yes. Until next time. Bye. Bye.